So tonight, being the first night of pop, and I'm saying this for the sake of those who aren't here that are going to listen to this, I wanted to share tonight what my vision for this ongoing Wednesday uh, is going to look like. And each of you is an integral part of this. We could not do this without the body being present here. And I believe that as we remain faithful, as we all do our individual parts, this church and our community is going to be changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. How many want to see that? How many believe that it only happens through prayer? You know, and again, I know you ladies have been coming in here, and a couple of our men have been coming in here on uh, Tuesday night. Let me get this up where I can actually read it. I, we can't thank you enough for that, because I know that a big part of what we do is accomplished first on your knees, and that's happening in there. You're, you're welcoming God's Spirit in this place, and I believe we're seeing that. It's evident on our Sundays. And if Rosemary were here, I'd give her the kudos as well. Folks have been coming at 5.30. I, I told her, Rosemary, I said, you know, we could just combine prayer with what we're doing here tonight, the pop. And she goes, oh, no, I, I just want to keep doing it. At 5.45, I'll be here. So if people want to come, uh, we're going to keep praying. So we have pre-prayer and we have prayer. And uh, so I, I think it's going to be awesome every night. But first and foremost, this is going to be a time for all of us to press into the Lord. And I, I want everybody to get a new revelation of who he is. I've been reading some of the older material, you know, some of the older saints that went ahead of us. And, man, they were all about just hunkering down and just saying, God, I want more. You know, and not in a selfish way. They just... Not more of world stuff, but more of Him. He's the most important person in the universe. And we want more of Him. And, and that's what these guys are, uh, were preaching back in the day. And I believe that needs to be our attitude as well. So I want a new revelation. I want, I want new infillings. Whatever that might mean. And I believe that God has more stuff for us that we can't even begin to imagine. How many believe God's got a storehouse up there full of blessings and he's waiting for somebody down here to be faithful enough to say, I want it. And I think that's where this is going to lead. And, and then finally, I believe that it's going to result in new direction for both our church and in our own personal lives for each individual uh, that takes the time to come to this and to press in. So, that's the first thing. Second, I believe it. I don't believe each night is going to be led by a different leader, uh, and they're all from the hope. So unless God changes that somewhere down the road, we bring in extras outside, from outside the church. Um, they're going to be people that you know and that I know. These leaders have already proven that they have what it takes. And they're going to be teaching and then leading in their gifting areas. And we're still hammering that part out, but we're meeting Monday to figure out uh, who's doing what lessons that will best apply to our passions. So when you come in here on Wednesday night, you're going to hear from somebody that that's what they pray, that's what they believe, 
and, and they already have some knowledge in that area. They're passionate about it. What I enjoy about this rotation, or the reason I feel that this is what we're supposed to do, is that each leader is going to bring a distinct anointing. How many realize that we all have different anointings? And a different presence of God's Spirit. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. There's only one Holy Spirit. But how many know that there are many different parts of him, many different ways that he shows up? And, and I think another way to put it is it's going to be a different atmosphere with each individual. We saw that during the week of prayer. Every person that led was different. Yet each night was awesome. It was amazing. And that's what I love about this. And uh, again, I believe that this means it isn't going to get stuffy. Sometimes you, you, you can do something over and over and over and over. And I've been at some prayer meetings that were like this. And it got stuffy. You know, it was like, up, oh, yep, did that last week. Yep, prayed that last week. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be like that. I really don't. Uh, it's not going to be the same old, same old. It's going to change from week to week as the Lord leads us. So it's going to be fresh, I guess is another way to put it. Finally, because we are a spirit-led people, hopefully you already know that, we are going to be inviting the Master, the Holy Spirit, to take over these meetings. How many can say amen? To give us all that we need to be powerful intercessors for the kingdom of God. So what I'm saying to you is be expecting. How many are willing to do that? Be expecting. Um, I guess that's where I'll stop with that. Tonight, why do we pray? And, and I just, I have a few little things here, and, and you probably already know all this, but my goal, and if you would tell people this, my goal is that anyone that, they're at the very bottom rung, they're at the ground floor of prayer. They don't understand it, they know it's important, it's in the Bible, but that's about it. Those are the people we want here tonight. You know, as I look out over this room, most of you I see at our prayer meetings, uh, whenever we have them. So I don't know how many of you are at that level. But I want people to be in here that don't know how to pray yet, or they just have a basic knowledge. And I believe that this is going to really help their ministry and their own personal life to grow in the Lord. So invite people to come out. And we're not going to put anybody on the spot either. I'm not going to, well, I might do this once in a while, but I'll probably do it. I won't say, Mary, get up here and pray. Well, I might do that, but, but, but I wouldn't do it unless it was spirit-led. So I won't say I won't do it, but I'll be, I'll be sensitive, though. We, we did that to one lady. This was a while ago. We did this to one lady, and we asked her to pray, and I'm telling you, I thought she was going to faint. Her face went red. She stopped breathing, and, and we, we were both there. And I think you said, breathe. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. You know, we're, we just, we're asking. <clears throat> Some people. Why do we pray? Scripture is clear that God knows everything even before we pray it. Right? Matthew 6, 7, and 8. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. 
there's something we can tuck away. Don't babble on and on. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and 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 again. again. Don't do that. Don't be like them, Jesus said. For your Father knows exactly what you need, what? Even before you ask him. So why do we pray then? If he already knows, right? Why do we have to pray at all? It isn't for God's sake. It's for our sakes. Right? It's not for him. He already knows everything. The Lord is clear that he takes care of our every need, just like he takes care of the sparrows and the flowers that are out in the field. And how many agree that he does a pretty good job of that? I, did, I should have said pretty good. He does a great job with that. You look at the birds and the, and the flowers and the fish of the sea and all the stuff out there. It's amazing. By the way, that's in Matthew 6. Even though the Bible teaches this, we often trust or rely on our own earthly treasures rather than on him, rather than on God's provision. When we pray, it isn't to move God's hand. In fact, uh, Soren Kierkegaard, if you've heard of this guy, theologian, old school, he said, prayer does not change God, but it changes him who prays. Prayer doesn't change God, it changes us. When we pray, we're admitting our need for him. As we pray, we're drawn into that intimate place that I was talking about just a little bit ago, where our sense of the Holy Spirit will begin to deepen. How many want that? More of him, less of us. There, he inhabits our prayers and our praise. He loves it when we come to him. What did Jesus do? Quite often, he just got away. And where did he go? To a quiet place where he could be with who? His heavenly Father. On the ag.org website, there was an article on there that I recently read, and it said this. It said, consider what John Calvin wrote, and I quote, Believers... Do not pray with a view of informing God about things unknown to him or of exciting him to do his duty or of urging him as though he were reluctant. On the contrary, they pray in order that they may arouse themselves to seek him, that they may exercise their faith in meditating on his promises, that they may relieve themselves from their anxieties by pouring themselves into his bosom, in a word that they may declare that from him alone they hope and expect, both for themselves and for others, all good things, end quote. Old school, old school language. But basically, as we draw closer to him, we recognize all that he's doing for us. And he wants to be that kind of God for us. How many can say amen? Martin Luther, another great saint, he went on to say, by our praying, and I love this, we are instructing ourselves. Think about that. What I see this Wednesday night achieving is that it will help us to better understand what prayer is really for. The different types, the different styles and forms, 
how the Lord has created us for different reasons, different seasons, even different results. You know, every one of us was created for a different purpose. And it's discovering that, lining up with what he's got for us. And when you line up with him and he begins to pour down into you, man, look out. Look out, world. It's coming. And hear this, as we become Bereans, rightly discerning what God wants us to learn from his word, that's why we've got to be students of the Bible, and then applying those truths to our own lives. It's not just about reading it and getting the head knowledge, but it's about applying those truths to our own lives. Then we will become the powerhouses of prayer that God intends us to be. And I love this. And the devil's kingdom is going to be shaken, and God's kingdom is going to come on earth as it is in heaven. I see that. That's going to happen here. This is going to be a freeing place, the hope. It's going to be a, a place where people are going to hear the name, and they're going to go, man, I need to get there. I don't know why. I don't get why. I don't understand it all, but something's drawing me, and I believe it's going to be the prayers that we're lifting up here. And when they, they hear of the miracles, people are going to want to come and, and hear about the miracle giver. So Wednesday format, we will always be spirit-led. So what I'm about to share is just a general format to go by. And as the Lord leads, I mean, we may, who knows, you may come in, Julie may come in or Pastor Barbie may come in and say, you know, we're having pizza tonight. <laughs> the Holy Spirit told you. Okay, you know, whatever. I, I want to be spirit-led, whatever that means. But here's what I see it looking like. We'll, have, we'll start out with worship, like we did tonight. Two or three songs or whatever. And then a short teaching lasting about ten minutes, somewhere in that proximity. And then we want to do a practical application. Whatever that looks like. Uh, prayer, laying on of hands, etc., etc. From week to week, it might mean that we would give you a little light homework. We're not going to burden you with a bunch of stuff, but even just a few things just to practice at home or uh, to begin a prayer list or something like that. How many are open to that? And then finally, we'll close at, at about an hour being sensitive to everybody's time. And um, I, I know that we need to finish about 8 o'clock only because our kids are, the people that are teaching your kids want to go home because they just had your lovelies for an hour. And I saw they had a pretty good group down there tonight. So, does that sound good? Invite people. Just say, you're missing it if you're not there. I hope we're going to even see that tonight. 